Green Mountain Chronicles was originally produced for radio by the Vermont Historical Society in the 1980s. We're re-releasing them today as retro podcasts. Please note that any resources the podcast recommends may be out of date. We recommend you check out our website, vermonthistory.org, for the most up-to-date information. Green Mountain Chronicles number 39, Act 250. Little boxes on the hillside, little boxes made of picky-tacky, little boxes, little boxes. There were developments where we just went through a road that was hardly to be called a road, but there would be these uh, wooden signs, uh, this lot number 463, lot 464, lot 465, so that began to open my eyes. 1970. Amid growing national concern about the environment, Vermont leads the country in enacting legislation to control development. There were a lot of people in the state who didn't want any growth. That was not my attitude. You can't pass a law and say nobody can come into the state anymore. Former Governor Dean Davis. It was not to stop growth that was the genesis of the idea of Act 250. It was to introduce some sensible planning. In Vermont, concern about rapid, uncontrolled development had been building since the early 1960s, when construction of the interstate highways paved the way for an influx of affluent out-of-staters, attracted by the ski industry, Vermont's natural beauty, and its relatively cheap land prices. Capitalizing on this in-migration, developers began buying up large tracts of land for construction. Small communities were struggling to provide services to burgeoning populations. Property taxes and land prices were skyrocketing. Unable to keep up with the tax rates, farmers were often selling out to developers. The situation was especially critical in southern Vermont. Former legislator Lillian Baker Carlisle of Burlington, who served on the House Committee on Natural Resources, remembers the concerns southern Vermont legislators brought to incoming Republican Governor Dean Davis in 1969. Down there they were selling one acre, and they would just take a mat and just make one acre squares in it. And it could be on a mountainside, it could be above somebody, it could be a um, way to pollute the person's water. Finally, one of the representatives from the southern part of the state said, I want to take you down this Sunday and show you. So they drove down with Governor Dean Davis, and there was a guy in a clown suit out in the middle of the street pushing his hand up toward the mountainside, come by a piece of Vermont, come by a piece of Vermont. At that time, people in Connecticut and Massachusetts, we know specifically that it had become down there the, the thing to do to brag at cocktail parties that you owned a piece of land in Vermont. And all of this began to coalesce, you know. So Governor Davis came back to the next, when the legislature opened on Tuesday, and he said, we're going to do something. Davis called a conference and established a commission to study the situation and begin to develop legislation. They worked together well, and we used other people from other departments in the state. There were so many people involved that that's what really helped us politically in the end. Opposition to Act 250 and its companion legislation, Act 252, the state's Water Quality Act, came predictably from developers and the real estate and construction industries, but much of it also came from private landowners. People who felt strongest about and had inherited the old Vermont idea, you know, that land is sacred to the owner, that the owner can do whatever he wants to. 
And that's one of the main things about Act 250 is that it, it clearly brought into the picture the idea that the state itself, the people in the state, have an interest that has to be protected in the use of land. To protect those interests, Act 250 established broad criteria that had to be met by developers. It set up a review process through local and statewide review boards and established a process for developing a statewide land use plan. It also created a new super agency, the Agency of Environmental Conservation, to work with review boards and provide technical expertise. So they put it all together and couldn't believe it finally passed. And uh, so the next morning, all the people on the committee in the Senate and in the House had a little note in their box to come up for cocktail or tea at Governor <laughs> Davis's house. He was so happy to see that that thing had finally passed. Thanks for listening. This podcast was remastered by me, Amanda Gustin, and released by the Vermont Historical Society. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe to get future episodes and rate and review it. Please also check out our website, vermonthistory.org, where you can find background information on these episodes, as well as other ways you can learn about Vermont history from home. The Vermont Historical Society relies on support from generous donors to preserve and share Vermont's stories. During these uncertain times, your support is needed now more than ever. Please consider donating today at vermonthistory.org slash donate.